Well, welcome back to Two Pastors in a Mic. My name is Shanik. And I'm Corey. And we're so thankful that you're joining us today. Just got word that we are close to 7,000 downloads. Crazy. So thank you for listening. But also, man, we want to reach as many people as we can by the end of the year. So share this podcast. Share it. Yeah. Do Text it. Text it to a friend. Put it on social media. If you see us post about it, which you already know my comfortability around that is not very high. And <laughs> I so make you do when <laughs> I actually post, maybe you can like it, comment, or share my post. That would be great. Do it. What's the question of the week? Question of the week actually came from our friend, Josh Sousa. We were with last week. He mm -hmm. came down for a pastor's kind of mini conference with, um, with Jamie and he's real into fitness. He's kind of had a life transformation over the last few years. He helps yeah, a lot he of other people, um, just get healthy. I think emotionally, physically, and spiritually. So yeah, it's really cool. But, but he actually said, this is a question we should we ask. Were, we, we were in line getting food and he's like, I got a question for the podcast. <laughs> we want you to get as vulnerable as possible. And the, here's the question, body part you're most insecure about. Yeah. So. What body part are you most insecure <laughs> about? Thanks, Josh. You're going to go first? You want me? I, I, I got it. All Do right. you have yours? Yeah, I got it. Okay, go. Okay. So for me, I, can I say two? Yeah, sure. Okay. Well, they both kind of go hand in hand because I've always been a little overweight my whole life. Even when I felt like I was in really good shape, I still had two areas that I was just always insecure about. Number one, it was my love handles. Hmm. So even when I gained weight and back 10 years ago when I was 270 plus pounds, I actually get all of my weight in like a tire area and mostly my love handles. So of course a little bit, my face and all that changed. My legs stayed the same. My arms stayed the same, but losing all that weight, I lost basically that tire. So I'm still a little insecure about it. So I, so if you see me, that's why I wear button ups, but untucked. Hmm. That's why I wear, Look I try to that. go like an extra size would never know. bigger, um, on my t-shirts just to kind of, cause I got a broad, you know, uh, broad shoulders broad. and, uh, you know, it kind of makes it go straight down and kind of hides it very, very, I hide it very well. Um, I would say that. And I would also say my chest has always been a little big, even though like there is some muscle there to it, but I've always been insecure. Like, you know, do I got a little bit of man boob thing going on? I love you, dude. Hey, thanks for dude, being I'm vulnerable. I'm just throwing it out there. The yeah. So that's, that's what, that's what it is, Josh, if you're listening. Man, I, I could go a bunch of places, but the one for me Let's is. Let's keep it clean. I, uh, <laughs> that's not where I was going, but oh. okay. No, it's my tooth. So I got jacked mm. in the face when I was in eighth grade and my front tooth came out and I just popped it back in. Didn't tell anybody it sealed up. It's technically dead now. So it's got a gray spot. And now that I told you about it, you'll look and notice it, but people don't notice it unless I point it out. Right. And it's my most insecure gotcha. thing. Cause I feel like people are looking at, or like my hair is starting to recede a little bit. I get insecure about that. But I'm with you. I've always had love handles too. I'm insecure about that. So, Even though I'm in pretty great shape. So let, let's change it up. I'm going to add a <laughs> add a little uh, question to this. So then what would you say you're most confident in, oh, in a body part? I got lots. So it's, my eyes are beautiful. I got a nice plump booty. Uh, so big that my father-in-law actually nicknamed me booty. Um, I like my arms, my triceps. <laughs> Okay. What else? <laughs> you see, I don't, what else? I don't what struggle. do you mean? Yeah, you I don't, don't struggle, struggle with, with confidence. No. I know my insecurities and I keep them to me, but I don't, yeah, yeah I don't struggle with negative self-talk. It no, is what it good. is. Yeah. No, I, you said eyes. I mean, I think I have amazing eyes. You do. 
the color, not just the color, but if you ever get close enough to look, I have this yellow sunburst around my pupil. I'm going to have to get right up in your grill it to just, check that out. It I've just never draws seen that. people in. And mm. I love my calves. You do have great calves. <laughs> you have great calves. I'm it's actually so weird. Jealous. Gosh, it's so weird that we're talking about this. All right, <laughs> let, let's move on. So today, what we would like to do is um, kind of as a follow-up from last week and yep. the conversation on celebration and how a lot of us don't know how to celebrate property properly. We don't celebrate others, but we also feel weird when people celebrate us. And was it something that, that I yeah, said you last actually week? said you were like, man, you're not very good at receiving uh, compliments or people's gifts. Like you have a hard time with this. And I was like thinking, well, I put a note while you were talking on the podcast live. And then right after I'm like, dude, we have to do a follow-up episode on how to receive better or how to right. be a good Because it was my birthday last week. Yeah. And I even talked about how October also was pastor appreciation. And you guys as a staff got me a gift, mm-hmm. kind of wheeled it in, sheet over top of it to surprise me with a Blackstone grill, which was an awesome gift. Yeah, it was. I actually haven't used it. I've what oiled the, it up. I've got it already. WTF. I have not used it yet, but it's ready to go. It's on my back porch. I'll use it soon. Maybe Friday. Maybe. Prove it. Prove um, it. But yeah, you brought it in and, and revealed it. And I'm like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. But as I'm saying this, I'm trying to show excitement. And I was excited. Yeah, you, you didn't show very but good I, excitement. But I still felt a little awkward. Like, I don't receive this well because wait a minute, I'm the one that is the giver. I'm the one who always gives to other people, get, gets gifts for other people, do things for other people. I don't, I don't get people to do that for me. Yeah. And so it just felt very awkward. Did you tell so the Jeff thought, Ruby story too? Um, I don't know if I did that not. week. I took you out to Jeff Ruby's and you were really weird. My wife was even like, why did she in it? Cause we owed you came and fixed something. And I was like, I'm going to take you to a really nice restaurant and pay. So I paid for Jeff Ruby's and you didn't order what you normally order. And I'm like, what in the world? Are you being a cheapskate? Cause you feel yeah. uncomfortable that I'm buying. No, that, that's what Mel and I always order. And it was amazing. And it was a perfect amount of food and it was delicious. Well, you were still weird, but we night. didn't go over the top. Yeah. We you didn't order have. drinks with dinner. You either. always order drinks. So I don't Just know why like you one, but I didn't. Yeah. So it it's lame. all good. So how to be a good receiver. And honestly, I I struggle with this too. Now, I do have some context into why I struggle with this. But, you know, for me, I I don't have a hard time celebrating other people, especially those that are like really close to me. Um, So I don't struggle with that, but I do have a hard time receiving gifts from people. Yeah, and I think right here I want to say this. You know, we know the scripture, it's more blessed to give than to receive. And we understand that we give and have got to be behind the scenes on some amazing gifts as a, as a ministry, Mm -hmm. but also personally, and we're involved in each other's life enough to know some of the gifts that we've went above and beyond to give people. And that statement is true. It's more blessed to give than to receive, but that doesn't mean it's not a blessing to receive. Mm -hmm. It is a blessing to receive. It's just more blessed to give. And so I think I've lost the fact that um, that it is a blessing for someone else to give to me. And I think I started thinking about this when you mentioned going out to, to eat with, uh, with your friends, Sean and Jenny. Yeah. Well, it wasn't out to eat. It was a long time ago. Jenny said something to me that was so profound. She, because I was very involved in her kids' lives growing up, they always got me a Christmas gift Mm -hmm. and they always went above and beyond like super generous to the point that sometimes it made me feel awkward. Cause I'm like, Oh my gosh, why are you spending this much money on me? And I said that to her, like, you don't have to do this. And Jenny looked me square in the face and she said, you're robbing me of the joy of blessing you. And I remember like, it was like an oh shit moment. Like, 
huh, I didn't think about it that way because I was feeling bad for you spending money on me. But my excitement, because it was, I mean, the gift that they got us, it was a super nice blanket, like a weighted blanket. We still have it to this day. It's one of our favorite gifts. And like recognizing that when I don't receive well, that I rob other people's excitements for getting me gifts. It was like one of those moments, you know, for me that like, hey, you need to figure this out because there are some people that want to bless you. And how would you feel when you go to bless other people and they don't respond the way that you kind of expected them to? It doesn't feel great. And so that was kind of like a wake up moment for me because we have to answer the question, why do we have such a hard time celebrating other people celebrating us? Because it, that is not humility. Hmm. We, we The church has gotten humility so wrong at least the upbringing that I, I, I grew up in, right. gotten humility so wrong. Like we should have a great time celebrating other people celebrating us. And I think one of the big things that you and I personally struggle with is imposter syndrome. You know, we don't think that we're good enough in certain areas. I know for me, it's not so much of, I don't feel good enough. It's that I'm so conscious of money and oftentimes frugal or cheap in buying other people gifts that I don't want them to buy me gifts. But you can first talk about yours. Yeah, no, for me, it's really about work and knowing that someone had to put in time, energy, finances, what whatever it is, it, it's work for people or they work to get those finances to spend on me. And so to do that, to celebrate me, I have a hard time with that because again, going back to, well, a little bit of the imposter thing, like one, I'm like, well, who am I? I'm not worthy for this, you know, to receive this. But secondly, it's this idea that, wait, I am the one who work for you and mm. do things for you. And so I, Superman I think syndrome of imposter a, syndrome, a little bit, but I think maybe, um, I think there's a lot of people that maybe can relate. I know maybe even moms that are listening right now, maybe you can relate because you're the one always maybe giving and pouring out and doing for your kids. And so it's hard for you to be celebrated. And wow. I get that too. And, and I know that just cause that's where, where Melanie's at a lot of times as well. She doesn't like necessarily to receive gifts or to really receive help because mm -hmm. she's the one that's always helping and she's just had to do that as a mom of four. And so I think maybe a lot of our listeners can relate to what we're yeah. talking about for I sure think today. For me personally, it is, it, it is that expense. And you confronted me when we were talking about this topic is you said that's, you said it boldly and bluntly. And I was like, what the, like, I, I was like, I want to fight you, but you're like, that's because you have a scarcity, scarcity mindset and you have fear of lack. And Honestly, there might be some truth to some of that. I, I am a major saver. Uh, I do probably, I'm dealing with poverty minds, mindset and overcoming it. I've gotten a, a lot better, but there is some context to that because I love receiving gifts if it meets a need. Because I'm at a place right now where we're in a good financial shape that like, if I have a need, I go get it. That's why I recognize that I'm pretty hard for Christmas for my wife to get me gifts. Right. But here's, here's what I love. I love practical gifts. So like I'm the easiest to shop for actually for Christmas because I love Nike shoes. I love bourbons. I know I have a plethora of those things, but I'm not going to go out and spend money on those things right now because I have a lot, but I will gladly. But receive. you always see that as a need, not yeah. just a want because, yeah. Oh, I can always use another pair of shoes or to match an outfit or do this or that down the road. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It, it at some point like, Hey, so if you want to bless me, get me a sweet pair of Nikes or Jordans or get me a glass of bourbon. Or I know people, my mother-in-law hates getting gift cards, but it's like, I'm always ordering stuff on Amazon or going to Home Depot. If you get me those two gift cards, like I will respond the best. And, and it goes back to context. I, I, so my first ministry job, I was working at this church. I'm not going to say who, 
because many people know it, they paid way low because it was like, oh, you're sacrificing for ministry. My first job, okay, I had two master degrees. They offered me a job for $29,000 a year. That That is crazy. And I'm not saying ministry needs to make a ton of money, but it, that was yeah. crazy. And I remember my supervisor, he was making not much more than me, and he had a family of two, and uh, two kids. And he was gifted for Christmas these alligator shoes. They're probably, I have no idea how much they, they were, five, six, seven hundred dollars he was gifted them from the church and from like a supervisor from the boss. Okay. And for stuff that he did. And I remember, cause I was in a conversation with him afterwards and he's like, I mean, I'm appreciative of these gift of this gift and I get it, but I'm having a tough time paying my mortgage. And it's like, it was almost like the culture of that place was look at this amazing gift that is cool to have, but you have actual other needs that take place right now that you can't afford. And I'm not in that place right now where I can't afford stuff, but it is like, if you're going to go out and get me a gift and you, you might think really hard and, and whatnot, if I, if I haven't gone and gotten it myself, just stick to the Nike shoes. I guess that's why I get so disappointed. Cards. I get so disappointed around Christmas. Cause I tell Julia every year, a glass of bourbon or, or like bourbon I don't have or Nike shoes. And I have yet to get Nike shoes. And I'm like, I've told her this Christmas, I only want Nike shoes. I've sent her like six li uh, links, links and whatnot. I'm like, this is all I want because every other thing that you could possibly get, I've either could go get it myself or I'm waiting for it to go on sale. You know what I mean? Cause I'm yeah, that guy. Right. And so, yeah, there is, it, it is a double-edged sword for me because some gifts that I get, sometimes people get me gifts and it's like, oh, this is super nice and whatnot. And I try to do a better job of, of receiving it, but for the most part, yeah, just stick to gift cards for me because I'll use Amazon every month. Yeah, so what we need to talk about, though, is how are we going to respond Yeah. based on just having this conversation and knowing that it's important to celebrate the people that are celebrating you. Yeah. And so I think there's appropriate ways that we need to, uh, to respond to gifts or as people give whatever it is, their yeah. time or, or whatever to us. And uh, we're going to stick with three A's. Yeah, you don't mean, I love it. I love, I love uh, when things have a alliteration and and all of that. But uh, the first, the first way, the first way to respond when getting a gift is just to be aware. Yeah, and having a sense of just this all, even in the small, mm -hmm. and regardless. Did you try to make those rhyme just then? I really didn't, but clever. it just came out that way. All in the small. <laughs> yeah, have it all in the small, and <laughs> realizing that, you know. You know, they say it's the thought that counts. And mm -hmm. a lot of times that's true. It is. Just knowing that someone was thinking of me or my wife was thinking of me or whatever, and they bring something, it could be super small, but I should really be aware of their thoughtfulness mm -hmm. in that. Like you said, I don't want to rob their blessing that they want to give to me. And so just to be aware of it. Yeah. I think awareness is huge. And again, we're not like that Jenny moment where she's like, you're robbing my blessing. It's because I was unaware of what people are doing for me. And even though I do have some context, hey, get me this, this, or this, I have to be a, a, aware of, wow, people went out of their way to celebrate me. And I have to be okay with this and celebrate them celebrating me. Yeah, It's super important. Number two is accept it. Even if you don't want it, like we have lost the art of acceptance. And what we mean specifically by this is not having strings attached, okay? I'm in a world where if somebody gets me a gift, I tend to think, 
oh my gosh, what, yeah. how can I outdo them? Or now I have to get them. I was going to say, man, I forgot to say that earlier, but that is one of the reasons why it is a little awkward for me to receive gifts. Cause that I immediately process, okay, how much is this gift? You know, on what scale is it? How much work did it take them to get, get it for me? Because now I'm going to have to return the favor. Right. And that's kind of like a wrong thought process. Like whatever happened to just being a blessing to others without expecting something in return. Yeah. And so if you're going to be a gift giver, just give it. And yeah. if you're going to be a gift receiver, just accept it. Yeah. There's no strings attached. Yeah, that's good. So be aware, accept it. And then the last one is just appreciate it. Yeah. Be, be authentically grateful, you know, and express that gratitude, mm-hmm. whether it's writing a thank you card, which doesn't seem like a lot, but there has been a lot of times where I've given stuff to people or I've done stuff and you just get that little note. It's like, oh man, okay, yeah, I've, mm-hmm. I'm I'm so glad that I did that. And Actually, I and the thank ahead. you cards. I'm going to challenge you guys. We don't usually say, hey, you should do this, but I'm going to say this because uh, thank you cards aren't just saved for weddings and graduations. This is something my my mom actually uh, instilled in me. And I'm, one, hey Nance, if you're listening, I appreciate this so much. And your boy is still doing it. Every time I go back or I get back from a trip, like I'll use Rick and Libby when we go to the houseboat. Every year from this, we go to the summer, little staff retreat, or you and me and our families, we go to Rick and Lake Cumberland and his houseboat. Mm-hmm. I get home and I write them a handwritten thank you card, appreciating them. And we mail it to them. So it's not like giving it to them and mm-hmm. when we see them. So they get it because there's just something about, they know. I mean, if I never did that, right? Rick and I are on great terms. Because yeah, like, I go on that trip and I don't do that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Now I'm sitting here feeling bad. No, you shouldn't. But like. It's not just that. We have literal thank you cards. We've spent money on thank you cards. Anytime we get a gift there. from yeah. anybody, doesn't matter how, how big or small, anytime we go on a trip, whether somebody blessed us or not, in-laws, we are still writing thank you cards. And it takes you 20 minutes to sit down, get a card, write it out, mail it. And those things are so well-received and appreciated from other people when they bless you. Yeah, It's life-changing. So start writing thank you cards. Yeah, no, especially now that. that Christmas is coming up. Just yeah. write thank you cards. I love that. It, I mean, the thank you card, I get what you're going or I get where you went with that as far as like taking the time to write it. I do send a lot of text. Yeah, sure. Is that in the same level or no? No, I would say that no. it's not. I mean, sure. But if I get a text, if I get something in the mail, I just think I go back to that, like becoming aware they paid for the postage. There's just something about getting mail that's not bills still for me. And I'm like, Oh man, look, this person hmm. sent me a thank you card. That's kind of cool. Or even, and even if I throw it away right away, it's like, wow, this person still sent me a thank you card. They spent that time. That was really nice of them. Yeah. It makes me want to get that person more stuff, honestly, personally. Yeah. That's awesome. So, well, Hey, I hope this, uh, podcast encouraged you today. Yeah. I, I, I think it was important for us to have this conversation, especially with the holidays coming up with Christmas coming up. There's a lot of gifts you're probably already thinking about right now on what you want to get for others. But people right now are thinking about some things they want to get for you and to just go into this season. And as you're going to be receiving possibly um, gifts to be aware, right? To be uh, one who just accepts it and then also just appreciate it. And we just think that that goes a long way in just continuing to have healthy relationship with people. And even if it's not gifts, if it's just words of affirmations or acts of service, like you said, it's not necessarily physical gifts. It could be their time or their treasure or whatever. Just become a person that is aware of other people celebrating you and learn to celebrate them celebrating you. 
All right. Well, that's all we have today. Just know you're loved and there's nothing you can do about it.